With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, that certainly got interesting late in the game last night. Welcome to the program. The Eagles are teetering here. Hour one on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. Gang's all here, including Fritzy. And this first hour brought to you by the great folks at Discover. The Discover credit card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means... You're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations. Like Fritzy, apply. Good morning to those watching on Peacock. Thanks for downloading the app. Our streaming partner and our radio affiliates, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, part of the uh, DP show lineup. Pacers guard Tyrese Halliburton a little bit later on. Our good buddy Ross Tucker will stop by as well. The Seahawks came back, beat the Eagles. A 92-yard drive led by, of course, Drew Locke. Excuse Drew Locke me. wasn't sure he was going to uh, be playing until about an hour before the game with Geno Smith and uh, got in there and took him 92 yards, the game-winning score with 28 seconds to go. That was Seattle's longest touchdown drive of the season. Now, prior to this season, prior to what the Eagles have done, losing three or more games in the month of December – there have been three teams who made it to the Super Bowl in spite of doing that. The 1989 Broncos went 1-3 and three in December. The Colts in 2006 went 2-3 and three in December. And the 2012 Ravens went 1-4 in December. Of those teams, two went on to win the Super Bowl. The 06 Colts, they beat the Bears. And the 2012 Ravens beat the 49ers. But with the Eagles... You're starting to go, okay, what are the problems here? And can they be fixed in time for this team to still, A, win the division and not going to be the number one seed now? Now you got to hold on for dear life that you're able to hold off the Cowboys and have home field advantage as well. Here is Jalen Hurts, 
who flew cross-country under the weather on a private plane to be able to get there to start for the Eagles last night and what he said about his uh, teammates. We didn't execute. Um, I don't think we were, we're all were uh, committed enough. You know, just, just got to turn it around. You know, um, you know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace and just continue to see it through. Okay, he wasn't hit once last night in the pocket. He wasn't sacked once. And he's saying we, we as, you know, my teammates and me, but, you know, instead of saying, you know, I need to be, but when you say we, now all of a sudden you're like, okay, wait a minute here. What's he talking about? Uh, here's another exchange that he had with the reporter after the loss. What do you mean by that, about being committed enough? Commitment. I don't know nothing that if I had a dictionary on me now, um, I don't know how else to say that. I guess, how are you seeing that present itself? Just, you know, it's a matter of being on the same page. Um, it takes everyone being all in um, in all aspects, and, you know, it, it starts with me. Okay. Now, you can, you know, maybe slice that, dice that, and come up with something a little bit more that he's trying to say or maybe shouldn't be trying to say. Because when you say you're, you know, our commitment, we – then all of a sudden, you know, if I'm a reporter in the room, I'm like, who are you talking about? Aside from you, who are you talking about? If you really want to go a little deeper dive with them. You can hear it in his voice. He doesn't have much energy. Uh, even when he scored his touchdown, he had ran for another touchdown, which he's done really well this year. He didn't even want to celebrate with his teammates. It looked like he was really, really low on energy. He can run the football. I still hold out some doubt about him being in the pocket and being able to uh, lead the team in the pocket like that. A wonderful talent and uh, by all accounts, a good kid. But, you know, you're, you're, you don't get hit. You don't get sacked. Uh, you should be winning those games. Now, that pass defense is going to be an issue. That's that's a bigger issue to me. Um and they've tried to, you know, pick up some players here, uh, but it, it doesn't look like that. I mean, look, Drew Locke had a, a great night, good for him, but you shouldn't be being carved up by Drew Locke at the end of the game. You shouldn't be. And letting, you know, a receiver get behind you for a touchdown. Because they're not, you know, getting in field goal range at 17-13. They have to get behind you to score a touchdown. And, I mean, a perfectly thrown pass, great catch, all of those things. But great teams don't put themselves in that position. And that's what happened with Philadelphia last night. It was one of those games where, and it was, uh, Philly was giving three. And I said, you know, home dog on a Monday night, and especially in Seattle. Now, I thought Geno Smith was going to play. If I had put that bet down, then it'd be like, oh, man, am I in trouble? Because Drew Locke is not as good as Geno Smith. And, you know, they started out slow, and all of a sudden it's like, okay. They're hanging in here. Well, it's because of that crowd. And Peyton and Eli talked about that. You know, that's one of those places that you can try to maybe reenact what it's going to be like. But until you get there, and even being on the sidelines, not even playing, I mean, that truly is a home field advantage. Buffalo is the same way. You know, there's certain places. Christian McCaffrey talked about just the noise level and, and, and trying to hear uh, making sure that the play you're calling is the right call, that you're hearing the right call there. But that place is, uh, you know, that's why they have the 12th man that they celebrate there. All right, 
877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question, Seton, what are we going to go with first hour of this award-nominated program? Well, we've got uh, a couple versions of essentially the same poll question. Okay. Uh, one version is the Eagles are dot, 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 in some trouble or just fine, relax. That's a Todd Fritz poll question. Okay. Just fine, relax. We have another version of it saying last night's Eagles loss was dot, 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 troubling or NBD. That's a Paul Papps poll question. I, I think the Eagles are in a little bit of trouble here. Mm. You know, I, I think sometimes you can get, you're on scholarship. And it felt like Philadelphia on scholarship. Hey, we went to Super Bowl last year. I mean, relax. Everything's okay. You know, we got a running game and we got some good wide receivers, got our tight end back, our quarterback. You know, our line is as good as anybody. We uh, got a really good defensive line. Okay, the secondary's not that good. Relax. And then all of a sudden you go, hmm, this isn't like the 49ers. The 49ers were missing Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. So it wasn't, hey, our scheme or any of that stuff. This was, you're missing two Pro Bowl, uh, you know, quality players. And they came back and then everything seems to be right again. With Philadelphia, is there any magic that's returning? And it's time where they understand, hey, we're not what we were last year. We're not as good as we were last year. Can you right the ship? Yes, we've seen teams do this. But a lot of these teams, you go into December or in mid-December, now you're already in playoff mode. Some of these teams you're going to be facing. Like Seattle has to win that game. Philly can be like, well, okay. Now it's a little bit more of a struggle with Dallas. But I think I think there's real issues here. Yes, he. It feels weird to say that a team that just up until a few weeks ago was 10-1, and one, yeah. is now in trouble. But how many teams can lose this many games in December and then go on to uh, win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Well, two have done that. Two have done that in the last 20 years. I think, I think there's a bigger issue here. Um, and also, they, they allow teams to stay in games. That, that what's to me, like the Niners blow you out. Philly doesn't do that. And I think that's a little bit more troubling that it's week in and week out. It's like, you know, we're winning by three. We're winning by six. You know, we're down by four. And I know that's what the NFL is. And Kansas City has been able to do this, that they're barely winning. They keep you in games, but they do win those games. If, if you have close games and you win close games, okay. It's when you don't. Now all of a sudden you're going, and these are three losses in a row. San Francisco had their dip, but they could blame that on injuries. Philly can't do that. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, the Niners are eleven and three. The Eagles are ten and four, but they don't feel at all like similar teams. The Niners have outscored their opponents this year by one hundred and ninety one points. As of this morning, the Eagles have outscored their opponents by eighteen points. Yeah. Like right now with your mind, isn't it hard to picture the Eagles winning that game straight up? Especially because it's going to be at the Niners. If they played. Oh, yeah. I don't. I mean, I think San Francisco, the way they're playing, as long as they're healthy and they're at home, then you're going to have a different outcome than you had last year in Philadelphia. Uh, so that uh, any other poll questions that uh, we're uh, mulling over? Uh, yeah, right now we could go with uh, along the following the Eagles struggles mm-hmm. team. I have the most doubts on about going forward. Mm. Uh, people are doubting the Eagles right now, obviously. Okay. Uh, Buffalo. 
They're resurging, but there's still some question marks there. Yeah, they're not even in the playoffs right now. But people are going, man, Buffalo's going to be dangerous. Well, not if they don't get in, they won't be dangerous. They have to win out. Now is when you have to know math. Okay? Uh-oh. Uh, I know. Uh, Dan. Yes. Yeah, I know. Uh, now is yikes. when you have to be a math major. It's like, okay, here and then there and then tiebreaker and then point differential and then in the division and there's a it's a word problem here. Yes, Eden. Yeah, the popular thing right now is, oh, I thought the Bills were dead. Huh? What happened? I thought that. Uh, pretty sure they still are. <laughs> pretty sure they still are dead. They yep. need a lot of help. They do. They need a little bit of help here. Yes, Paul. The Bills need help. They need the Jaguars, Bengals, Colts, and Texans. They need two of those teams to lose a game to put them in the playoff picture. Okay. Two of the four teams need a loss because right now Buffalo at eight and six is behind Houston, Indy, Cincy, and Jacksonville at all at eight and six with tiebreaker. And Jamar Chase has a separated shoulder, so he's going to miss a couple of games uh, for the Bengals. Yes, Seaton. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we have uh, Buffalo. We also put the Chiefs on there. People have some question marks about the Chiefs. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, five losses this year uh, is probably three more losses, two more losses than I thought they would have. But you know, you're still you're you're seeing Patrick Mahomes still make great throws. He just doesn't have receivers making good catches, and you know. That's another thing where you win a Super Bowl. I mean, they've been playing high-end football. It just feels like they're not a high-end football team. Doesn't mean they can't go back to the Super Bowl because you have Mahomes. But even Kelsey. Kelsey's dipped a little bit here. And, you know, my performance when I was on SportsCenter dipped when I was in love, too. You know? so, oh, yeah. yeah so, I remember that time. Yeah, I had a, had a rough stretch. And, you know, a couple of highlights, back-to-back packages, and it was... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. A couple of the viewers were upset with my wife, you know, that uh, I was, they, she was ruining SportsCenter for them. So I know what, uh, you know, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey might be going through. Yeah, Paul. You pronounce Isringhausen wrong twice in a row. Yeah. I'll never forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Random. Yeah. Petri Skrico, oh, you know, sometimes. Never heard Ilka Sinisalo, sometimes I just, I was like, oh, what am I thinking? I'm in love. Well, that's what happens. The backlash is going to happen, though. It's going to. Taylor's going to get some backlash. She is. Uh, let's see. Um, so we'll get to phone calls coming up. Operator standing by. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. The uh, transfer portal is alive and well. This is a real. You know, college football in the offseason is not always that interesting. But it is now because you're going, wait a minute, he's staying. Oh, no, he's going. Oh, wait a minute. He was going to Ohio State, then Georgia. Now he's going to Nebraska. You really need to follow it. It's uh, pretty incredible. And for everybody who goes, you know, I hate this, you know, players being able to go where, <laughs> where they want to go. Well, we hate it because it, it hurts our viewing patterns here. Like, I, I didn't know D.J. Wayangalale is transferring from Oregon State, maybe to Florida. Okay. Like, you'll figure it out eventually. I mean, it's not like college basketball where we don't know anybody. We know, we know uh, the great players in the women's game because they're staying. But a one-and-donner or going to the G League, you get to March Madness, you go, man, that guy, I really like him. Yeah, enjoy him because he's gone in a couple of weeks. At least with college football, they still have to stay three years. But it used to be you had to sit out a year. Imagine if you said to a coach, 
hey, coach, if you want to uh, take that other job, you can, but you got to sit out a year. Well, you're, you're going to go, no, I, come on. Can I, can I go work at ESPN and then go there? But, you know, we said to players, you want to transfer, got to sit out a year. So then they're like, all right, I don't want to sit out a year. Now they don't have to sit out a year. Is it chaos? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But these are grown-ups that allowed chaos to happen. Nobody saw this. And then until they did, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute here. Transfer portal is here. Now you're getting this. Players are saying to the collectives, I don't want to get, I don't want to get specific here, but some players will say to the collect, you know, the uh, collectibles, the collectives, hey, I'll stay, but here's my price. <laughs> so they're renegotiating their price to stay. Because, it, it, you know, it's happened where, like, your Heisman Trophy winner was at Arizona State, and all of a sudden he ends up at LSU. How? Hmm. Take a guess. Well, now some of these players are saying to the collectives, Hey, I'll stay, but I, I need this. They're getting a raise. It's business. That's what this is. It's all business. Yes, Mark. And could you imagine if you're a recruiter from maybe Texas and you lost your running back to Oklahoma and you're like, wait, you're unhappy? Come on. Let's yeah. make up. Let's make up for lost time. <laughs> come back. Just come back to me. Come on and, there's back. Al- and there's always a chance. Yeah. So whenever guys lose a, a big time recruit, they're like, hey, hey, let him watch him. But he I, might not play. I, I wouldn't be recruiting. I would just do transfer portal. <laughs> it's more important. Yeah, like I already know that, that that person can perform in college. I don't know if you can when you're coming into college, and I might have to wait or two for, uh, a year or two for you. I would be transfer portal. I would be drunk with the transfer portal. Come on in. Yeah, because you can play. But you also need to have somebody who has some money for, uh, you know, backing you up. Like Nebraska getting the number one college player. Dylan Riola. His dad went to Nebraska. He's a legacy. He was going to Ohio State. Then he's going to Georgia. Now he's going to Nebraska. I don't think it's one of those where he went, you know, dad went there. Maybe I should go there. I'm assuming Matt Rule has a sugar daddy. I'm assuming. Yes, Marv. If I'm Deion Sanders, I'm going to Wisconsin. I'm going to the Maction. I'm finding the best offensive lineman I could possibly find. Well, he's doing a good job with that. He's getting some linemen there. Yes, Todd. Yeah, why would you go to Ohio State or Georgia when you could play for the Cornhuskers? It's like an obvious decision. <laughs> Damn. Well, Carson Beck is coming back to Georgia, so that's why he was going to go to Georgia. Now he's going to Nebraska. All righty. Let's take a break here. We'll settle on our poll question. Phone calls are always welcome. Our good buddy Ross Tucker uh, coming up a little bit later on. And Tyrese Halliburton from My Pacers will stop by as well. We're back after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Seat and update the poll results. Then we'll get to the popular Ross Tucker. Team I have the most doubts about moving forward. Your choices are the uh, Eagles, Bills, and Chiefs. It's in that exact order. 55% with the Eagles. Ross Tucker, Westwood One, CBS Sports, NFL, college football analyst and former NFL offensive lineman, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. And you can find him on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Let me start with the Eagles. This a big deal or no big deal? Yeah, well, I think it is a big deal because the expectations coming into the year were kind of Super Bowl or bust, right? I mean, last year I thought they were the best team in the league. They played awesome in the first half of the Super Bowl. They weren't able to slow down Mahomes in the second half. They lost the game, golden opportunity to win the whole thing. And so, as you know, Dan, when you go there and you do that, the next year, all that matters, all anybody cares about is winning the whole thing. And they got a real uphill climb now. I mean, they first of all, they need to win out just to be the number two seed and to win the NFC East. But the way the Niners are playing right now, and the Niners are going to get a bye. They would play that game in San Francisco. The Niners certainly appear to be the best team and the better team than the Eagles right now. Niners might even be able to rest their guys in Week 18. Feels like an uphill climb. I would say the one thing in their favor, Dan, or maybe the two things, I still think the Eagles have a very talented roster, and they would have at least five more games between now and an NFC Championship rematch against San Francisco, that's a lot of time. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a lot of time for there to be 
injuries or them to figure something out or them to get back in a rhythm offensively. So the best thing they got going is probably just the time between now and a potential eventual rematch. Okay, what is the issue or issues with the Eagles? Several, actually. Um, Number one, defensively, they're just not as good as they were last year. They're clearly worse at linebacker clearly worse at safety and they kind of knew those two coming into the year Dan like they lost all those guys in free agency you know they kind of knew that that was going to be the case I'm not sure that they realized there would be a drop off a corner like this so you lose your nickelback Avante Maddox that hurts you re-sign Bradbury and Slay I think Slay's probably still playing at the level he was last year Bradbury's play has slipped and dropped off so that hurts Slay's out now after he got his knee scoped. So they have a lot of issues on the back end. And frankly, they don't have as much depth on the D-line as they had last year to be able to cycle through those guys and keep them fresh and keep the pressure on. So I think the defensive issues are primarily personnel. Offensively, they have the same guys. It's the same guys. They're just not clicking. They settle for field goals. They turn it over. I thought Hertz got greedy a couple times with both interceptions. I mean, you know, that first interception, Dan, they're in Seahawks territory. I think I, I can't remember if they're up by four or a touchdown at that point. It's first down. Yeah. It's first down in Seahawks territory, and you throw the ball to a covered receiver who's at best your fourth best receiver in Quez Watkins. Very disappointing if you're an Eagles fan. When I'm watching the Buffalo Bills game, and I realize that Josh Allen is not going to be a big part of this. He's not going to throw very many passes. Now, you would do that sometimes if you're trying to hide a quarterback. This is Josh Allen, MVP candidate. But if you're Dallas, at what point do you realize all they're going to do is keep running the football, and then they can't stop the run, and then we go, well, is this the blueprint for Buffalo? We've been saying for years... Get a good running game so Josh doesn't have to do everything. He didn't have to do anything. They ran the football, and they looked unbelievable. Let me start with Buffalo. Is this sustainable with James Cook? Well, I think certainly running the ball more than they were earlier in the season or with Ken Dorsey is sustainable. I don't know that they'll put up that many yards again or be that dominant. But it is funny, Dan. I mean, can you imagine if I came on your show last Friday and said, hey, Dan, I'm going to predict right now um, Josh Allen throws for less than 100 yards and the Bills beat the Cowboys by three touchdowns. I mean, you would have laughed me off the show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's wild, absolutely wild that that game went down the way it did. I think it's gigantic, though. I mean, I did my power rankings today on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast I have the Bills as the third best team in the NFL right now. And people are going, oh, but Roth, they're eight and six. And I don't care. I go by what I think would happen if they played at a neutral site right now. I think the Niners are clearly the best team. I think the Ravens probably the second best team. But you look at the Bills, they should have won that game in Philly. They blew that like five different ways Mm. when Josh Allen was amazing. They go to Kansas City and win. They hammer the Cowboys. They are in the midst of playing top five teams, and they've been the better team in these last three games. As long as they get into the tournament, they're going to be an absolute force to be reckoned with. Explain to me a team can be so good at home, 
and then go on the road and be so average. And that's what the Cowboys have been, or maybe below average when they go on the road. How, how does, why doesn't that team travel? Well, I, you know, they got blown out by the Niners earlier in the year. The Niners have a really good team. The Bills game, I mean, they went to Philadelphia and almost won that game on the road. I have no idea what happened in the Arizona Cardinals game. None, how that's even possible that they got blown out by the Cardinals. Now, they sat a bunch of people, including some offensive linemen. I'll say this, though, Dan, because I, I know this look because I played in Buffalo for three years. Those guys didn't want to be there, man. They, they, they look like they did not want to be there. And here's the thing, Dan. Yeah, but explain that to me. How, well, how does a I, professional I get to that I, point? I've seen it before playing up there where when it's really, really cold <laughs> in December, you can tell some of the other guys on the other team they're not happy. That was like the warmest December game in Buffalo ever. Like it wasn't even that cold. And yet, the, if you watch the game, I've never seen so many guys that look like they didn't even want to get off the block. It, it's like they were glue on the – and I want to give the Bills a lot of credit. They ran the ball down their throat, all that stuff. But the Cowboys were sticking the blocks like glue. They were not getting off blocks. I don't know if it's because they had a letdown after the big win over the Eagles – the previous Sunday night or what, but I thought it was a no-show by the Cowboys. I thought they laid an egg, and I was not expecting that. We're talking to Ross Tucker, the uh, Westwood One CBS Sports NFL college football analyst, and his podcast, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can find him on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. You have Eagles and the Giants Christmas Day. I think we thought that the uh, it, that you have the Giants – and the uh, Eagles playing each other, what, two out of three times, or it's uh, one week apart, two weeks apart, that we were gearing up for this could be for the division, or you know, the Giants and the Eagles and uh, battling for playoff spots here. So you got to sell that one a little bit, don't you, with the Giants uh, and uh, Tommy DeVito? Well, I think that you even would have been able to sell it better if both teams had better performances this past weekend, right? I mean, even if the Eagles just win last night, then they're still in the mix for the number one seed, which they're really not anymore. And they're the front runner in the NFC East, and they still look like they got, you know, they bounced back from two tough games. And for the Giants, you know, there was a lot of excitement about Tommy Cutlets. I prefer, by the way, Marinara Mahomes. I think that's a better nickname um, for Tommy DeVito. But uh, there was excitement about the Giants and, and how they're finishing the season. And then they went to New Orleans, and that game wasn't even are you gonna remotely use the, are close. You gonna use I think Dable will have them in a better spot on Christmas Day, but who knows? Ross, are you going to use the Marinero Mahomes? I've been Oh, during the game? For yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I used it – I think I used it Saturday um, previewing the weekend or something. No, on the uh, Westwood One preview. Yeah. And my boss for Westwood One, Howie Dinneroff, texted me and he said, Marinara Mahomes, question mark, exclam like smiley face. So when the boss gives you the, the smiley face, Dan, that's like that's like the green light to use okay. it a couple of times all during right. the game. All right, all right. I'm Tommy Gravy, you know, for, for those – you know, it's like Sunday gravy. If your wife happens to be Italian, it's not sauce; it's gravy. Um, I've heard, uh, I've heard pa the passing paisano. <laughs> it feels like his fifteen minutes is is uh, rapidly 
uh, did you see Dan? Did you see where tonight he was supposed to be signing autographs at a pizzeria for ten grand, and they they promoted everything, but then the agent called and said, "Well, now that he beat the Packers, it's twenty grand." Oh my! So they had to God. cancel it because they can't pay. If okay. that pizzeria is watching right now, I'm two hours from North Jersey. <laughs> I will drive there right now for fifteen hundred bucks and an extra large pepperoni. Fifteen hundred bucks, extra large pepperoni. I will drive two hours North Jersey right now. I promise. Okay. So they doubled the price because he had a big win. But did they come back down to earth after he came back down to earth this past weekend in New Orleans? I don't think so. So here's the thing. Like, I get it if he has other opportunities now for 20 grand. And by the way, Tommy, if you're listening, I would take advantage of all of these opportunities because as Dan said, this might be your 15 minutes. So this is like free money. But if he already committed to that one, you know, everything was so positive. Everything was great. Mm, Now you have the loss. That's crap. And now you have this family posting on, like, Facebook. Uh, He's not coming now. He wants twice as much money. We don't have the money. Like, now now you're getting in a bad spot where you're not – everything's not good with the family there. No, no. I don't like this at all. All right, before I let you go, the NFL with uh, over-punishing, over-fining these defensive players, the Steeler defensive back now out for the year, multiple uh, accuser or uh, 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 multiple offender here, violations here. Uh, Tom Brady said Gardner Minshew put his receiver in a bad position. Um, like it, at at some point, what do you do for the defense? How do you how do you teach defense moving forward if you're in college or certainly in the NFL? Well, I think both things can be true. Like, I think what Brady said about Gardner Minshew putting Pittman in harm's way and a hospital ball, whatever you want to call it, that's that's a fact. I mean, there's no question about that. But that doesn't mean that's how DeMonte Kazee needs to hit him, right? And unfortunately, Dan, what I think you'll see even more of is guys going lower and lower and lower. So we're going to start to see more and more blown-out knees, more lower leg issues, because I, I would. I mean, some of these guys are getting fined like 50 grand. I mean, Yeah, but Pittman uh, is going low, me. Ross. It's already a low throw. So what's the, yeah. de- the defensive back has to basically say, hey, go ahead and catch it. You know, if you catch it, good for you. I'm not allowed to hit you. I can't even. I can't even try to interrupt this play. That's not football. Well, I think. I think you're. I understand where you're coming from. That was a really ugly, dangerous hit, and I think they just got to try to teach him as much as possible to just go for the ball and try to punch the ball out. I mean, I think if you go in there yeah. and you're swinging at the ball or you're trying to knock the ball out, I think you're probably safe. If you're trying to separate him from the ball with a big hit then you're putting yourself in harm's way. I'm not saying I like it, Dan. I'm just telling you that's why they're doing it. They're trying to eliminate ugly collisions like that. You have your uh, helmets from your former team. Which one do you look best in? Like if you go get one of those off of the uh, trophy case, do they still fit? They do fit, and it's crazy how heavy they are. Would Would you go get one? Sure, yeah. Right. Which one do you want me to get? Whatever. I got two different Redskins ones. I got a Cowboys, a Princeton, a Patriots, a Bills. Which one do you think you look hottest in? You know what? I, the Cowboys is cool, but I like the old school Redskins one. Okay. I'm going to put that one on. All right. All right. 
Ross Tucker, former offensive lineman, one of the larger heads in NFL history. They used to try to get me to do like the new helmet, but I have short arms, Dan. Yeah. So the newer helmet was lighter. And my first move when I went up to a linebacker was just to headbutt him. I was like, I don't want a lighter. Give me the heaviest helmet you have. What are you talking about? Ooh, I, oh, it's a little stiff. Okay. All right. Man. <laughs> wow. You look. Imagine this coming at <laughs> Yo, you. Whoa. Man. Imagine that, Whoa. Dan. It's a good thing there's a TV monitor in, in between us. A zoom. In. Next time I come up there, I'll take on all four <laughs> Danettes at one time. Do you think you I'm could a beat up? Worried about Marvin. Do you but think that's you okay. could beat I'll up all four? All of them. four. You you could beat up all four Danettes at the same time. You know what's weird? I've lost seventy five pounds, and I don't think my head's gotten any smaller <laughs> because this is like this is hurting my forehead. Like I'm getting a headache. Like, this is not good. How did I wear this for like three and four hours at a time? He is uh, going to be with you on Christmas Day. It'll be the Giants and the Eagles 4.30 Eastern kickoff on Westwood One. Man, you are scary. Look at you. Reggie White would want nothing to do with you. Hey, remember this, Dan. Bruce Smith would only have 199 <laughs> sacks if it wasn't for me. And how many did he end up with? 200. Oh, <laughs> uh, Thank you, bud. Merry Christmas you guys. to you. Thank you, Ross. That's uh, Rossington Tucker. Always good to talk to him. He's a knucklehead. I saw all those helmets, and I thought, you know what? Let me see if he could put one on. Yes, Todd? I'm concerned about him being able to get that off now. It's well, one thing to shove it no, on. No, I'm not concerned about him getting it off. I was concerned about him getting it on. We should have tried to have him get it off on Zoom. <laughs> that should have been. Well, come off. Uh, we, yeah. Maybe we, can we punch it back up? Maybe the big German uh, is. Oh, you got the helmet off. Okay, yay! <laughs> he did it. <laughs> All right, we're back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It's the final hour on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Tyrese Halliburton of my Pacers will join us coming up. 12th overall pick by the Kings in the 2020 draft. He became an overnight sensation after a few years in the play-in tournament, the in-season tournament. I was ahead of the game with Tyrese Halliburton. Playing with Sacramento, yes, I was that guy watching. Coming in and talking to Marvin, I'd say, man, Tyrese Halliburton can play. And Marvin goes, he can play, but nobody's going to see him. I said, no, no, this is the year, Sacramento. They're going to make the playoffs. And uh, they had a good team. Now he goes to the Pacers. And that became more about Sabonis going to the Kings than I did, I think, Tyrese Halliburton going to the Pacers. But had the moment there with Dame, Dame Lillard with uh, the game against Milwaukee. So a lot of good stuff there. And uh, Tyrese Halliburton, the Pacers point guard, joining us on the program. Thanks for joining us. How many scholarship offers did you have coming out of high school? Oh, that's a good question. Uh Probably like 15, 20, like mid-major schools. But in terms of high major, I'd probably only say like four or five. Who were they? Uh, Nebraska, Iowa State. We consider Cincinnati high major now. Yeah. Right? Is it yeah. Big 12? Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. Okay. And Michigan wanted me. They said if I visited, I would have an offer. But I didn't go on to visit. So those are really like the five schools. Okay. When do you get a chip on your shoulder? Uh, my whole life, really. I mean, I think, I think in high school, I played. I grew up playing with Tyler Hero. We grew up playing AU together, and then uh, while everybody was getting better, I kind of leveled out, and they kind of went. They went to a different AU program, which was like the better program, and I and I kind of got left behind. So I stayed, and um, that would that probably is when it started, and it's kind of just amplified since then. And you hold that against Tyler Hero. Even to this day, no, I don't hold that against that. We're 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 cool now. Oh, you uh, are okay. I mean, if you say you know you hate Tyler Hero, that's fine. I mean, I don't. No, like no, no, no. Oh no. no. Okay. No. All right. Fair enough. Uh, how do you give up 151 points? I, I don't know, but we figured it out. I guess we've done it. I think that's the second time we've done it. <laughs> <laughs> first time we did it, we won. We won the first time we did it. Uh, but yeah, last night, last night was a rough one. Okay. I, did you get yelled at yet? Um. Yes, uh, yes, multiple times, but we haven't started our we haven't started our day yet in terms of practice and stuff. So I'm sure I'm sure we got more coming up here soon. It feels like this has been a coming out party for you this year, even though you played well in Sacramento. Like people are just finding out who you are nationally. Does it feel that it, way? For sure, for sure. And that's just because I was never on national TV. Like I'd have my first national TV game until I think my until my second year or the end of my second year because we played Brooklyn and then I didn't play on TNT until this year. So, I mean, I haven't, 
people haven't just never seen me play for the most part, like a casual fan. Do you get mistaken for anybody on the streets? No, not in Indy these days. I think people, for the most part, they know, know you. Right? Okay. Yeah. But yeah. you're wearing your full uniform when you go out. That's the weird thing, though, when you go out, oh, right? Oh, no, never, never. No, no, you actually, actually, at Smoothie King the other day, a dude, the sir, the, it was like a 16-year-old kid. He said, you know, you look a lot like Tyrese Halliburton. Does anybody ever tell you that? I was like, <laughs> I get that all the time. All right, take me back to the game against Milwaukee. When, now, when did you, did you decide to do the Dame time to Dame? Uh, in the moment. I never – this wasn't something I cooked up before. It was just a, a in-the-moment thing. But how did he take that, or how did you think he was going to take that? Um, I didn't really know. I didn't really know. <laughs> I thought he actually took it um, a lot better than a lot of people would. I thought his response was – I thought the question was presented really well in media, and I thought he responded really well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think at the end of the day it's – respect and 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 i have a lot of admiration for him part of the reason i wear zero is because of damian lillard like i was i've been a fan for the majority of my life so uh it's a respect thing at the end of the day uh but it's just competing all right when did you know there was a basketball problem with the bucks a basket oh <laughs> when did i know i knew okay when. so like you know Giannis goes for you know the franchise record points you have a teammate yeah. Os- oscar schwebe who got his first point um, yeah so when did you realize that there was a real issue here going on be- uh, behind the scenes after the game i did not realize that there was anything with the ball until Giannis was running to our locker room i had no idea that anything was I- they were it was a problem that guys did not shake. We didn't shake hands after the game. Uh, but that's normal. That happens in the NBA all the time. Uh, but then when I saw him run to the locker room, I was like, why is he doing that? And then somebody said something about the ball. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. But everybody, every rookie who scores gets a basketball? Yeah, for the Pacers organization, if a rookie scores his first point, then he gets the ball. Then he gets the ball. But just to clarify, we did not have – the game basketball just so everybody's aware i know that that's been talked about a million times in the world but we okay but have you a- have the backup basketball for oscar correct yes we do yes we do okay did you tell Giannis? and if you haven't you get to talk to him what in a week or so uh, <laughs> like uh, what after new year's i think you guys are new year's day you guys are playing yeah we play yeah we play on new year's day um i'm pretty sure he's very aware of it okay. at this point uh, i'm pretty sure he was aware of it very shortly after going to the locker room as well. Uh, but I just don't think he wanted to they, – they didn't want to admit to that. But I, What I'm was he going to do, Tyrese? When, if he came into the locker room, what was going to happen? You know, that's a question for him. I, I really don't know what the plan was. I don't know if there was much of a plan. I think it was just uh, built up. A lot of testosterone going on, a lot of frustration going on. I think. He's uh, the Pacers point guard all-star Tyrese Halliburton joining us on the program. Lakers celebrated with the in-season banner. Would you guys have done the same thing? I suggested a parade. I would have done a parade <laughs> the Pacers. Absolutely. Yeah. 100, I would have been down for whatever. I mean, we don't we don't have any ban- we don't have any championship banners in the arena. The Pacers never won an NBA championship, so um, I would have been all for the banner, no question. Do you think the Lakers should have raised the banner given that it's the Lakers? I, I, you know, I think at the end of the day, 
I think that that helps build up the legitimacy of the tournament. And that's what the league is trying to do with it. They want it to be something that people are competing for every year. And I think the fact that the most storied organization won it and hung it up, I mean, sec maybe first or second, whatever your opinion is, uh, the fact that they hung it up, I think that, uh, that that brings more legitimacy to the tournament for sure. Whose poster did you have on your wall growing up? Uh, a lot of LeBron. I had a LeBron fathead. Like the back in the yeah. days, I had uh, T Mac on the wall, Magic on the wall. Uh, that was for the most part those guys. Okay, what what's that like? First time you're out there with LeBron, and he's guarding you, or you're guarding him? Oh, uh, I was like, what's going? It was like a, it was like a. Uh, I felt like like Mike. I felt like Calvin Cambridge and like Mike. Like it was. <laughs> I felt like that every. I felt like that in every game. Like my first ever preseason game, I got switched on to Carmelo. And I was like, what is going on right now? Like, that's what the NBA, like, I really, like, my first year, for the majority of my first year, it just felt like a kid in a candy store. It was just an unbelievable feeling. But what was that welcome to the NBA moment? Oh, I don't know if I have anything specific. You know, actually, we played on, I think it was New Year's, New Year's Eve. We played the Rockets, and I tried to dunk on John Wall, and he blocked it, and I fell on my back, and I went to the ER, and the doctor told me that, my injuries were consistent with those of a car crash. And I was like, yeah, the NBA is a different world. Right <laughs> that was when I knew, yeah. Well, if you can't dunk on John Wall, you're probably not going to go in there against Rudy Gobert and some guys. Oh, like yeah. That. Yeah, you know, I, I, in my head when I was going to dunk it, I was like, this is going to be cool back home. Like, I dunk, if I dunk on John Wall, like everybody, we love John Wall growing up. So I was like, this would be cool, but he had other plans. Ha, do you, are you aware of uh, your coach's playing career? Uh, I am aware. Okay. I am aware. Okay, so you're aware of maybe your dad tell you about Rick Carlisle? Uh, no, definitely did not. Okay. I didn't know. That. I didn't know uh, his like career path until I got here and got to talk to him more about it and pick his brain and stuff. Does he shoot at all anymore? Uh, I'm try I really don't know if I've ever seen him shoot a jumper. I don't know if I ever have. I've seen him when he's working with guys on shooting and he does the form thing and he holds the ball, but I don't know if I've ever seen him actually take a jumper. Okay. Who taught you how to shoot? Uh, I think myself, I think naturally I just, over time, my form has just progressed, but it started with me just in the park, learning how to shoot, doing it myself. And as I got older and working with uh, other coaches and stuff and getting stronger, it just became about taking the dip out of my shot, but keeping it the same at the top. But, you, there's a little bit of a twist at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a normal shot. Now, this yeah. coming from a guy who gave shooting tips to Ray Allen one time when he came into my my dojo here, my man. <laughs> so I, uh, which is embarrassing. It might sound embarrassing, but I I really was believing what I was saying to Ray. He had the ball on the palm of his hand, and I said, Ray, you got to have it. There has to be a little bit of space there, and Ray could have been that much better. Tyrese. Right. I mean, imagine if he had listened to me years ago. And, right. if, and if you want a session free of charge, you can ask Co uh, Coach Carlisle. Um, I know what I'm doing. He calls me the radio broadcasting version of Larry Bird. So, um, wow. yeah. So I can help if you need it. Right now, you seem to be doing okay. But if you ever get in that slump where you go, damn, what did that guy say? You know? I can be there. I'm in, for you. A, I'm in a little bit of a slump right now. So we <laughs> well, no, you need to learn to play defense. You gave up 151 points last night. I hope you guys get yelled at at practice today.
Oh, don't worry. I'm sure we <laughs> Hey, congrats. Uh, happy yeah, for you. It. Yeah, and uh, thanks for joining us. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me. That's Tyrese Halliburton. He is doing his uh, holiday hoopla this afternoon where he provides 30 um, youth from CAFE. This is the um, Community Alliance Far East Side, the opportunity for dinner and a $300 shopping spree at a local sporting goods store as well. That's good stuff. Uh, they host the uh, Hornets uh, coming up on Wednesday. There you got the Grizzlies on Thursday. But uh, right now, after getting blown out, uh, he had uh, 8 points, 11 assists. Thanks, Todd, for uh, booking him after they gave up 151 points. Yeah, Paul. You know, the, the, one of the best parts about this gig is discovering a guy like him. You know, we, we, we try different people. We have first-time interviews and just a great, fun kid telling stories. Take us in the locker room. That, that was fantastic. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, more. In the All-Star game, I just found out, it's in Indianapolis this year. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be all over the place. Hopefully he can get even more exposure than he did during the uh, in-season tournament. Yeah. For sure. I like that. Let's what, go. What if you if you won the in-season tournament, you got to host the All-Star game? Logistics might be an issue. Well, I, I know. Let's say not the following year, not that year. Like the Lakers wouldn't get to host it this year. They'd get to host it the following year, maybe. So if you're the NBA, you're like, Miami, Los Angeles, (laughs) Phoenix, please win this. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just wondering if you could build on the in-season tournament. Yeah, Seton. I I still say it, though. Uh, Indianapolis was one of the best, most fun times I've had uh, at a Super Bowl. That that place was awesome. I would go back there in two seconds. They did a wonderful job embracing the Super Bowl. That everything was downtown, everything was walkable, uh, people were wonderful there. It, that, was, uh, that was a really enjoyable uh, week there in Indianapolis. I mean, we, we've been very lucky to be able to go to these places and accommodations where we have our show, those kind of things. Remember, I couldn't get Larry Bird to come down. Like, he was a half mile away. And I, I said, Larry, I had a basketball hoop there. And I said, Larry, come on down. And then I think he was making fun of my shot. He's like, your elbow, your elbow's out. And I go, why don't you come down here, Larry? I just wanted a piece of him. I've, even if he gets smoked, I have nothing to lose. He does. And if by chance, maybe, then he never hears the end of it. All right, uh, let's see. Some phone calls coming up and uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. That was good. We've been uh, trying to get him on for a little while. And uh, thank you to the Pacers for helping us. Premier League festivities. It's underway. NBC and streaming on Peacock. A massive, a massive match. Oh, we're going to the top of the table, Seton. It's Liverpool and Arsenal. Yeah, NBC and the Premier League. Yes, Paulie. I'm glad you asked Halliburton about the game ball with the Giannis thing and, and the, everything. Because everyone was saying after that game, the, the Bucks have the game ball. The, the Pacers were trying to say, like, we have the other one. There's two game balls. I think Rick Carlisle said it in the moment. But Giannis insisted, like, even the day after that, we didn't get the one from the game. And Halliburton said, he goes, man, you got the game ball. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, you, you get really angry over something and realize you made a mistake and you just double down because you don't admit you made a mistake. Yeah. It kind of felt like that. Like Giannis was really upset. And then it's like, dude, no, you have the ball. No, we don't. And then you find out and you're like, okay. But they play uh, New Year's Day. That'll be good. All right, we'll come up with a new poll question. Your phone calls as well. We're back after this. 16 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.